Welcome to another PI World podcast. This is an audio-only version offered as another way to enjoy our great content. A full video version can be seen on piworld.co.uk, where you can find many more videos of interest to investors. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to EMIS Group's 2022 final results presentation. Speaking to you this morning is Peter Southby. I'm the Chief Financial Officer at EMIS Group. And you'll also hear from Andy Thorburn, who's the Chief Executive Officer. Overall, we'll be reporting a good performance in line with expectations. Let me start by taking you through the financial highlights for 2022. So overall, the results for the year ended 31st of December 2022 represent a good performance reflected in these financial highlights. All the key P&L and cash flow metrics, including revenue, recurring revenue, adjusted operating profit and margin, cash generation and EPS moved ahead against 2021. Revenue was up by 4% to 175.4 million, with recurring revenue 6% up to 143.3 million. Group operating profit was 10% up on headline adjusted numbers, which by way of reminder is where we expense development costs as incurred, and we're pleased to report good progress on the operating margin too, up 130 basis points to 27.2%. Cash generation returned to the usual strong performance with the weaker comparative period affected by one-off adverse working capital movements. The business generated 54.6 million of adjusted cash from operations, while with significant acquisition investment, net cash of 45.9 million was lower than the position a year ago. Adjusted EPS was 10% higher at 62.0 pence, and we maintained the double-digit growth rate in the dividend with a total dividend of 38.7p as agreed further to the proposed acquisition of the group. Turning to the income statement, this page shows the P&L performance split into half years and compared to 2021. There's more on revenue and segmental performance in a moment, but overall, we recorded a stronger second half in making good progress at top and bottom line, with the results overall benefiting from the three acquisitions completed in 2022, Edenbridge in January, 14 Fish in March, and Healthcare Gateway at the end of October, which together added 4.4 million in revenue and 1.7 million in profit in the year. While continuing to invest in technology, the level of capitalization of development costs continued to be slightly exceeded by amortization. We took two exceptional items in the period relating to corporate transaction costs and to change costs associated with our technology transformation program. However, with an accounting gain as a result of acquiring the remaining 50% of the healthcare gateway business we didn't previously own, reported profit was slightly higher this time. Tax 2 was a little higher than the statutory rate for the period at 20.7%, with more disallowables in the transaction costs. Both adjusted and reported EPS moved ahead consistent with the profit numbers. Looking at our segmental performance in EMIS Health, which provides core software to the NHS, revenue dipped a little as expected, with lower hardware sales and a planned reduction in lower margin resale partner activities. 
the richer sales mix and continued focus on cost nonetheless resulted in an unchanged level of adjusted operating profit. In EMIS Enterprise, our private sector and consumer facing business, we saw strong growth in analytics and Pinnacle and a further boost from the first half acquisitions. Revenue here was up by 19% and adjusted operating profit by 21%. Overall, therefore, group adjusted operating profit was 10% higher, while we also increased the adjusted operating margin to 27.2%, up 130 basis points on 2021, helped by the richer sales mix. This table on the revenue analysis shows a split of the revenues between the main categories and also between recurring and non-recurring. As we've seen, recurring revenue moved forwards by 6% this time, helped by the acquisitions. Non-recurring revenues dropped back a little with hardware and some one-off resale partner activities at a lower level than previously. Within the categories, software subscription and support ticked up with business growth and the acquisitions. Interface and connectivity charges, which includes partner revenues, this reduced slightly on a strong pandemic boosted comparative. Other services were also down a little, mainly due to timing of digitization revenues. Perpetual licenses, training, consultancy and implementation, all non-recurring revenues, were lower with a reduction in setup revenues associated with supporting the COVID-19 vaccination programme. And lastly, hardware and related services, this dropped back with a planned reduction in resale partner activities. Turning then to our cash flow, adjusted cash from operations, which is before exceptionals, but having absorbed all development costs, this returned to its usual strong level at 54.6 million, following a weaker comparative period affected by one-off adverse working capital movements. Business combinations included consideration paid in respect of the three deals completed in the period, and the final 2 million deferred contingent consideration for the Pinnacle acquisition. CapEx continued to be tightly controlled at 2.7 million this time, with other cash items broadly consistent with previous periods. Net cash tax was lower, with refunds relating to previous tax years. Overall, therefore, we reported a net cash balance of 45.9 million, down on the previous year end as a result of the acquisition expenditure. And finally, turning to the balance sheet, we maintained a strong balance sheet with no debt and unused banking facilities, which are in place to December 2024. Three other points to highlight here. The acquisitions have resulted in increases in goodwill and acquired intangibles, as you would expect. With the strong deferred income balance maintained, we continue to run with net negative working capital as a business. And thirdly, within other financial liabilities, there's the further 4.5 million contingent consideration for the Edenbridge acquisition payable over the next 12 months. Let me hand over to Andy, who's going to take you through the operational review. Thank you, Peter. A good set of results for us in FY22. First of all, thank you to the EMIS team. It's a team effort here and great work from everyone across the business to deliver a good set of results in the previous financial year. Also, thanks to our shareholders, 
our customers and our partners for their continued support of the business through financial year 22. Let me turn now to the recommended acquisition of Emus Group. So as you know, in June 2022, we announced the potential acquisition by United Healthcare Group or Bidco to acquire Emus by a scheme of arrangement. On the 31st of March, the Competition and Markets Authority announced that it had rejected proposed remedy submitted by Bidco to address the CMA's competition concerns following its phase one investigation and referred the acquisition for a phase two investigation. On the 6th of April 2023, Bidco and Emus announced that they intend to proceed with the phase two investigation. On the basis the CMA has referred the acquisition to a phase two investigation, Bidco and Emus have agreed subject to court consent to extend the long stop date for completion of the acquisition from 30th of June 2023 to 30th of June 2024. The scheme remains subject to court sanction and the satisfaction of the remaining CMA condition. EMIS now expects the scheme to be effective in Q4 2023 or Q1 2024. Moving on to the business highlights, another good year of progress. So we're delighted to confirm another year of dividend increase. That's the 12th consecutive year. And also delighted to talk about EMIS Enterprise. So growing very well, as Peter highlighted in his section, with 19% revenue growth, reflecting the acquisitions made and strong growth in the existing business. We're also pleased to say that the enterprise grew to 46% of groups operating profit in the period, again, a strong performance. On the EMIS Health side, as Peter mentioned earlier, revenue reduced slightly as we continue to exit our lower margin resale partner business. However, delighted to say a higher quality revenue mix resulted in a marginal increase in adjusted operating profit. Other operational highlights to pass on today are as follows. The technology development has continued in line with the product roadmap, with particular progress in community pharmacy and EMSX analytics. Two new EMSX analytics products were launched in 2022, that's Recruit and Pathway. So Recruit provides a technological link to enable efficient recruitment into clinical trials. And Pathway utilizes clinical intelligence to identify cores of patients who are at risk of long-term health conditions. We also focused our employees once more, and our employee engagement score improved over the course of 2022 in year one of the three-year employer of choice program. So we're really pleased with that. On the ESG side, developed sustainability strategy during the year and adopted a commitment to achieve net zero emissions by 2040. So again, good progress in that area of our business. So as you look forward, we're confident in delivering for all of our stakeholders. So the EMIS team is fully focused on successful engagement with the CMA in collaboration with the United Healthcare Group. We're well placed to deliver the systems that will enable the NHS to realize its ambition of better, faster, and proactive preventive care for the UK population. Our technology roadmap remains closely aligned with the NHS England strategy and EMIS position on NHS Digital's new technology innovation framework called TIFF demonstrates the group's ability to deliver the NHS integrated digital future. Strong balance sheet provides platform to deliver growth ambitions and we remain confident in EMIS's strategy, technology roadmap and ability to deliver consistent good performance over the medium term. So in summary, a good financial year 22 and we remain focused on delivering our promises for FY23 
and moving the team and the company forward. Thank you very much. PI World videos and podcasts are for general information and interest. They do not constitute any kind of recommendation or inducement to buy shares of any company. PI World is not offering any kind of financial advice and nothing in our material should be taken as such.